It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. www.blogtalkradio.com. 
backslash Queen Mother for Real and listen to the show live. You can contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PC Community Organization. Tonight's topic, sexual assault in the military. Sexual assault common in the U.S. military, and more than half of the victims are men, according to the Pentagon. 38 military men are sexually assaulted every single day. These are stories you never hear because the culprits almost always go free. The survivors rarely speak, and no one in the military or Congress has done enough to stop it. The soldiers are supposed to protect the lives of Americans and the lives of their fellow soldiers. How? Are individuals expected to go to war with their rapists? How long before the victim or victims take the law into his or her own hands? Predators know they can get away with it. What's painfully, unmistakably, is that the U.S. military has a culture where rape victims are re-victimized when they try to report crimes to commanding officers said Colonel Ann Wright, who wrote and widely, a widely read article questioning why more enlisted female soldiers commit suicide overseas compared to enlisted male soldiers who are more likely to commit suicide when back in the States. Most times the purse is good friends with the platoon sergeant or commanding officer, and they tell the victim, you're nothing but a private, and you want to ruin the career of this guy who wants to make the military his life right there, they tell the private, just shut up. This type of intimidation is so prevalent. Warning. The study says one in three women are raped in the military. Factors associated with women's risk of rape in the military environment from the American Journal of Industrial Medicine. The view of a woman as sexual prey rather than as responsible adult has always been a part of military culture. Women today are indispensable to the military. Nevertheless, one woman soldier observed, there are only three things the guys let you be if you're a girl in the military, a bitch, a hoe, or a dyke. Not all military men see women soldiers the way this way, but many, but too many do. The hostility is shown by undermining women's authority, denying promotion, denigrating their work, sexual harassment, sexual assault, and ultimately rape. A 2012 Pentagon survey found that approximately 26,000 women and men were sexually assaulted. Of those, only 3,374 cases were reported. In 2013, a new Pentagon report found that 5,061 troops reported cases of assault. Only 484 cases went to trial, and only 376 resulted in conviction. 
90% of the assault victims were eventually, were eventually involuntarily discharged. 90% of the assault victims were eventually involuntarily discharged. Another investigation found that only one in five females and one in 15 males in, United, in the United States Air Force would report having been sexually assaulted by service members. This is a very underreported crime in the military. Apparently, part of the reason is because people feel that they are prosecuted, persecuted when they make this report, and they belittle them, and they can't even get no assistance. Now, that sounds crazy. Sexual Assault in the Military by Carl Andrew and Castro and Sarah Kentzel. These are root causes of sexual assault. Numerous theories and hypotheses about the causes of sexual assault have been offered, many of which are not mutually exclusive. Yet it must be emphasized that the causes of sexual assault are not unique to the military and are applicable to broader civilian communities as well, which makes a lot of sense. Because your military race, your military comes from the community of which the culture is that provides the individuals for the military. So if you have rapists in your military, you probably have, if you have a rape culture in your military, you have a, probably have a rape culture outside of your uh, military also. You probably have a lot of that type of behavior going on, and we'll get into that later on as we move along. Gender stereotypes. The military, like most large organizations around the world, is characterized by, characterized by a patriarchal structure dominated by values such as formality, rank, leadership, loyalty, camaraderie, and emotional control. Importance is placed on masculine ideals, encouraging notions of dominance, aggression, self-sufficiency, and risk-taking. The military's history of male-only peer group bonding can foster hypermasculinity, which views masculine interaction in terms of com- competition, dominance, and control. The power difference Differential between men and women in the military due to its male-dominated leadership and structure plays an important role in sexual misconduct. More traditional and hyper-masculine beliefs and negative attitudes towards women have been linked with acceptance and perception of sexual harassment and assault. In addition, the culture a homophobia in the military enhances the risk of sexual violence, fear, and stigma attached to being labeled or identified as homosexual are used as power and control tactics and often prevent victims of assault, particularly male victims from reporting. So if you, if you choose to assault a male his fear of being called a homosexual, 
because he's he's been penetrated by a man, kind of protects the race. You act. have a caller already. We have a caller. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, sir. Welcome to Provocative yeah, this, Thought. This is, uh, this is Brother Mark on uh, 49th Street. Mark, how you doing? Um, okay, good. I'm, I'm listening to, you know, you're talking, uh, this was on uh, uh, sexual um, harassment or sexual assault in the military. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, you know, you know, just listening to you, that thing been going on not just in the military, it's been going on in the institutions throughout the state, you know, and, you know, and that's not just and in, in, in incarceration, but military in any way, you know, has anything to do with uh, people in general, you know what I mean, even on jobs, you know what I mean? Sexual harassment, you know what I mean? You know, I know a situation where, you know, there were some women were threatening with their job situation in order to, uh, to keep their job, they would have to perform different, you know, sexual acts, you know. So, you know, this is an issue that way should have been, uh, you know, established and talked about. And a lot of times they don't talk about it. Because a lot of times it's hitting the people afraid to speak on it in terms of, you know, they may lose their job or, or their position, you know. And I'm glad that it shows like this that we can uh, bring it into the opening that people don't have to be afraid to speak on those situations, you know. Um and I think that's good because you have a time, you know, you have um, a situation where you can openly speak, you know, on a situation that may have happened to you. Even in the situation when they had the thing about, you know, you know, men, you know, you know, homosexuals joining the military, and they came up with a situation. You know what I mean? Don't ask, don't tell. You know, uh, that thing been going on for years. You know, and now it didn't got, but it didn't pass laws. You know, now it, it doesn't matter whether you know what which sexual preference you is. You know, you can um, you can still be a military officer, you know. But look how long that been hit, that was hidden before they came out. And I think what happened was half of the congressmen themselves were homosexuals, and they got tired of it, so they passed a law to protect the homosexuals and protect the you know the uh, 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 you know LGBT LGBT uh, uh, movement. And I think a lot of that happened because of a quite amount of people that were involved in, in those situations. So now it's out in the opening. So what do we do from this point? Well, Are you yeah. saying that sexual harassment and sexual assault is equated to homosexuality? I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, a lot of it has to do with peer pressure, uh, or fear of losing a position. Like here's an example. A lot of women would not perform acts with certain certain guys are in a situation only because they are protecting position, you know, even like when a job, you know, you have some bosses that might say, you know, uh, if you don't perform this act with me or you don't do this with me, you know, you're not going to get promoted. I mean, or you might get a certain amount of pay if you perform that. And they're pressured, they're pressured into situations where they're almost forced to do it. Uh, uh, you know, and, and even, even the fact is like you have college kids, they're they're out there, you know, um, selling their bodies just to put themselves to school. You know what I mean? And and if you really talk to some of them, they'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not out here tricking just to be tricking. I'm out here because I need the money so I can, you know, I can go to school. You know, so you got, you know, you know when I say this because, you know, I I know the topic the topic is basically on like like peer pressure and and, and how 
like like some people are in the military and they're forced in certain situations. If you were in the military and you you and you got women around you, you know what I'm saying, you know, and and you know, unnaturally, because at one time women wasn't allowed in the military, and it was only for men. But now it's more or less pressure. I don't know about that. Can... I don't know about that. Mili- women always served in the military, but they always served in the rear as clerks, nurses, doctors, uh, right. advisors, drivers. Women in World War Two, World War One, Korea, Vietnam, That's, Afghanistan, Iraq. You know, women have always been part of the uh, 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 military. military. The position, they, they was only allowed to perform a certain position, and they was told that they could not compete with men. Now, it, you know, right. it's challenged. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. They always been in the military, but they only could go to a certain level, a certain position. Right. And, right. and, and, and you know, in terms of, of, of comparison, you know, I mean, you, you got women can, can, can shoot guns as well as men can shoot guns, but it was always That's told right. That's right. not to compete. Right. With a man, this is man position, right? So you know what I mean, and that's and, and the point I'm trying to make. This is how we have came to the forefront with equal opportunity, and that goes with gay, lesbians, that goes along with uh, uh just the whole, you know, uh, 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 equal rights. You know what I mean? We're basically talking about equal rights, whether it's a man or a woman. But at one time, that thing was with even in the Catholic Church now. They talking about um. You know, that one time you couldn't have women priests. You know what I'm saying? And now we look at it now. They, they, they even, you know, are allowing a, a, a women to become priests. So, I mean, you know, t- time is changing. And I think it has a lot. Look, look as far as look, um, Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? They never, this be the first time in history that they ever, you know. Yes. It's the first time in history they ever have a woman, a woman president. Well, we've we've come a long way, and we got a long way to go. Oh yeah, definitely. Because definitely. uh, right, rape in the military is is part of a larger problem. Because what I'm finding out is that that's a worldwide problem, rape. You know, and um, I think America, in one survey, ranks third mm-hmm. in um the rape um rape of an amount of women. Uh, being raped in the, in this country, we ranked third, second to uh, first South Africa, Sub-Saharan, after South Africa, mm-hmm. and Sweden. Right. Then comes the United States. Another survey had United States is more than Sub-Saharan Africa. Which, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know if it's an underreported crime. Not all, not everybody that gets sexually assaulted or raped reports it, but the uh, the ones that are reported, I mean, we we write we write pretty high up in there. So there's no mm-hmm. look at the, the amount of the number of rapes that occur in our civilian society is that we should not be surprised that they are raping in the military. You would think that the right. military and they're not would, reporting them. Huh? That's like I was saying. A lot of rapes are occurred in the military, and they're hushed up. They're not they're not spoke on because of position. Because the fact that fear that they're afraid to come out and speak of losing their job, you know, most most women basically join join the military, even if they're married. And they tell you they join the military because 
of, of money, equal opportunity. They're trying to pay their bills. And once they get there, so you have a lot of married, married women that's in the military. What women, and they might say the mom will want to leave her husband home to go fight, to go fight in a war, but most of them do it. Is you know they do it for the country, but most with firsthand they do it for the money, and that's right. true. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to leave my wife or my husband to go and fight cross sea. But the, the truth be told, they do it for the money, and then when they get there, they find out it's not it's not all peaches and cream. Because now they're forced in a position where they got to compete with men, and some of them even got to you know basically get in this. You know I don't I don't know how true this is, but I've heard some women. You know, and they had a they had a show, a talk show on that, where some women had to actually get naked in front of men. You know, it was part of the duty, it was part of the training, where they had to take their clothes off because they figured you a soldier, you a soldier. It doesn't matter matter if, if you are a man or woman. A soldier is a soldier, and that's how right. they look at you, military. They're not looking at the agenda. They're looking at a soldier because if somebody's shooting shooting um, uh, bullets at you, you're not gonna say, "Well, is this a man shooting at me or a woman shooting at me?" Only thing you I know is a soldier shooting at you. But that's the same way when it comes to, um, you know, being up against the wall. You know what I mean? If, if, if you got, if you, if they send you on a mission where you got to go under the water, you know what I mean? And that, and, and, and that calls for you to take off your clothes and go up there. Because most of the Navy SEALs train, train in, in, in real harsh weather, mud and all that. And that, one of the women was saying, well, they had to take off their clothes, you know what I'm saying, in front of a man. But that, that's not the case. It's not about man or woman. It's about soldiers. But right. then, once you look at that, then the soldier is, is pressured into looking at a woman. Now he, now he didn't got all aroused, and now he, 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 you know. And it's true, they rape, they rape women, and then, then they, t- they tell the woman, don't say nothing. If you say something, you gonna lose your stripes, so you are gonna be kicked out of the military. And a lot of them don't say nothing. And so, of, if you want not- to make comments, I just want to say something to the listeners. If you want to make a comment, please press one. Please press the number one if you want to speak For those who have called And have not pressed the number one And want to mm-hmm. I, I, I just want to comment On, on the, the brother that, that just said What he said That um, when when they are Out in combat and, and, and In the Navy SEALs When they're training When the woman got you know, the military is not the only one that make women strip as an initiation or a training survival. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if a woman's captured, if a woman's captured, they're raped, they're assaulted, they're sodomized, and what have you. And I guess that's all part of the training. And I don't know if a man get aroused in combat where he next to a woman with bullets. Or flying over his head. You don't know until you put in that situation. Right. You know. It's. it's you know. I, it's, it's, as far as today's topic goes, this is happening in areas where combat is taking place, but not in the combat. See, like say, like in Iraq, I think there were um, eight soldiers from Fort Hood that were. Uh, that die, and you know we have these. We have all these these young women. They're dying during wartime, and it combat every situation, but not in actual combat. So it's like you know, you go to war, you go out, 
do your thing, you kick the doors down to shoot at who's ever shooting at you, you come back. On that part where you come back, we have men and women soldiers being raped. That's the problem. We on the base we have women 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 and men being raped. And it's in some cases murdered. Rape and murder. Some people are saying from the military are calling some of these things suicide. You know? And you know, this that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? We have nineteen year old uh Lavina Johnson. She was found dead on a military uh base in Balad, Iraq on July two thousand and five. Now, here's what happened with her. Her, her father is a doctor. She had some bruising on her face, and there was a discrepancy in the autopsy report with the location of the gunshot wound. Uh, he's a U.S. Army um, veteran, and and um, said that um, this girl said she's supposed to be shot by an M16, but the exit hole was too small. Everybody knows an M16 makes a big exit hole. So the hole in the head was small. Then he questioned why the extra hole was so small on the left side of her head when she was right-handed. But the uh, the gluing of the military uh, white gloves on her hands, they you know they, they glued military. What is that all about? That sounds like coverage. And then they uh, investigation into the death, um, into the, her, his daughter's death was flawed. They um. She was a small woman, barely five feet tall, weighed less than 100 pounds. She had been struck in the face but with a blunt instrument. Um, her nose was broken, her teeth knocked backwards, one elbow was distended, the back of her clothes had the beast on them as if somebody had drug her from one place to another. Um, photograph of her visceral body showed bruises, scratch marks, teeth implants. That don't sound like a suicide to me on the upper part of her body, the right side of her back, as well as her right side of her hand had been burnt, apparently, from a flammable liquid poured on her and then lit. Uh, Also, a genitalia area revealed massive bruising and lacerations. A corrosive liquid had been poured into her genital area, probably to destroy, right, the DNA evidence of the sexual. So, I mean, that's this looks like a classic cover-up. How on earth did the military... Also narcissistic uh, behavior. Huh? Also Hello? narcissistic behavior. How did the military come to the conclusion that that was a suicide? There was a blood trail from outside world. the contractor's tent to inside the tent. So if she killed herself and drug herself out of one tent to another one, then they burnt her tent. Come on, this is... This is make this is making no sense. And there's a there's a correlation between these so called suicides of these women, right, in these combat areas and reports of rape. We have one a young lady, um what's her name, Tina Priest, twenty years old. She called home telling her mom she had been raped and no one was gonna believe her. A few days after telling her mom that they say she put a M16 barrel to her head and pulled the trigger. We have another girl, Amy, Amy, a staff sergeant. Listen to this. Shot herself in the back of the head. Somebody help me out with that. Anybody. 
We have another Marine well, Vance Corporal. Beg your pardon? Yes, well, all I can say to that is rape had always been part of the military, uh, especially capturing uh, the opposition or the, what they called the enemy. And uh, they usually rape women uh, uh, from 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 uh, the opposition. And, but look at the... Um, uh, what's the what, what's the camp that they held all the Arabs uh, and the Muslims and what have you? Oh, oh what is that place like? What's the name of it? Uh, Abba. Anyway, they were sexually assaulted. I mean, right. it was on 60 Minutes, Dateline, 2020, all the news media, how they sexually assaulted the uh, – and women was doing the sexual assault, all these prisoners. Because in some uh, 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 in, in some country in the Arab world, you know, they're not they they're not supposed to reveal their bodies in front of a strange woman or what have you, and they're doing uh, they're cut, conducting all kinds of sexual acts. Uh, so um, I guess sexual assault has always been a part of the military. And uh, I guess that's something that always cover up, that uh, even when they torture, even when the United States tortured someone, it's also, it's also uh, some sexuality a part of the torture. For example, Taking off your clothes, uh, 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 taking the um, you know how you jumpstart a car? Well, they take the cables and put it to your testicles. That is narcissistic behavior, you know. So wherever you're part of institution that condones condones violence or another culture, sexual assault is just a part of the whole violent behavior, narcissistic behavior. Okay, well, and just so you know, because I know people, one response that uh, some people might say in terms of the women is that Israel has had uh, women in their armed forces for some time, which is correct. Is that right? But what I learned about that is that uh, certain parts, just like the U.S., Certain positions that did not uh, weren't open to women. Now they are also right. And basically, they said that there were a number of soldiers in Israel who endured sexual offenses in 2013. That number stood at 561 compared to 511 in 2012. The percentage of men soldiers reported to have been sexually harassed stood at 9% in 2013. And you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to understand what's going on, what is happening in the world that that we are raping each other. What is going on? Well, Carlton, rape has been a part of our culture since the beginning of time, and uh, not just the military, in every aspect of our society. So. Uh, 
It's only it's only uh, natural that uh, the military is recruiting anyone and everybody to be a part of their uh, uh, world, and so the behaviors that are exhibited in our society is just demonstrated in the military culture. Right. It is, right. That is a reflection of the culture of where the people come yes. from. Yes. How the soldiers behave. They are a reflection of where they come from. That's true. Yes. Yes. So, therefore, the question should be, what should the generals and the chief of staff, the Pentagon, uh, uh, now, you know, last week you talked about uh, women uh, applying for selective service. Should women be a part of combat? All of that has to be uh, included in the discussion. You know, we had, hold up, the average age, the average age of a man going in combat duty is 19 years of age. Right. Now, I can remember when I was 19, I, I, I was always sexually aroused. Right. Now, you're talking about, and, and, and you know, and you know, and, and there's been research on this. With gangsters, military people, anyone that's involved in violent behavior. It's killing someone of violent behavior. It's killing so it's killing someone of violent behavior. It's Hello? killing someone violent? Yes it is. Oh, okay. Whatever you the what research says, wherever an individual or individuals are part of a violent world, they're always going to sexually act out because they don't know if that day is their last day. Okay. So, therefore, yeah, as a result, you know, you might have a married woman on the or, or in combat, or, or a woman that's engaged. Hey, you might have young women that are virgins that that really don't want to give themselves up to strangers or right. someone they're fighting with. So, right. whenever there's violence in their world, well, sexual they're going to act out sexually. It has been proven in research. Okay, but uh, how does that speak to people on the base? People on the base? On well, the base, on the military uh, base. <laughs> well, people on the base, uh, you got to remember, I, I, I live with a soldier. Uh, 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 soldiers are in my family. Uh, 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 when you are away from home, when you are away from home, Psychologically, especially when you're young, we talk about eighteen. We talk about teenagers, basically. We talk about teenagers. We're not talking about thirty-five. Even though they sexually out, act out just as more as an eighteen, nineteen-year-old. But I'm talking about in boot camp, 
And I'm talking about in the infantry. Uh, uh, when you're 18 and 19 years old and you're away from home, the first thing you want to do is, as we are sexual beings, is to be intimate with the opposite, with, with someone. To, to, to have a companion with someone. So when you're away from home, when you're away from home, the first thing that hits you is loneliness. And you want companionship. You want friendship. So these 18, 19-year-olds are away from home. If God knows where, if God knows what's in the God knows what would, you know, shoot the gun every day, Run ten miles a day. Uh, uh, being yelled—it's it, a—it's a high frustration, stressful level. It's but not therefore, as an eighteen and nineteen-year-old, you want to release that frustration and you want to be intimate. And you got and, all and these okay. women. If you want to be intimate, yeah. not what we—not the problem. If you don't want to be intimate, now that's the problem. Right, and as a marine, as a military person, not me, but as a as right. a military person, you're not going to take rejection well, and you're lonely. You want contact. You want to be intimate. Be some sensitive situation on that base. Sensitive. Yeah, right. Yeah, assault. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a violent situation. So serious. That's a violent situation. So picture that scenario. There's a lady going through boot camp, right? And the drill sergeant said, "You're gonna have to make. Well, I'm gonna make sure that you lose rank." She didn't go for that, right? That didn't scare her, right? But the minute he said something about, "I'm gonna make sure you get lost in no time." The next time we go out on a hike. And, and private well, had already told the that died out there, right? The minute that no, he told her that, right? That's not what happened at boot camp. That that might that's not what happened. I'm telling you a true that, story. That might happen overseas. That might no. happen overseas, but that's not going to happen in boot camp because there's too much security, there's too much structure, there's too much policy, and there's too much rules. That may well. Not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, uh, but more likely that's going to happen overseas in another country where the laws are a little relaxed and it's easy to easier to cover up. And also, you got to look at the rank. And, you know, and, you know and just a minute ago I said, you know, 18, 19 year olds. Oh, wait a minute. You're right. She's not in boot camp. Olds, not in boot camp. 35 and 40-year-olds also commit these acts. And, uh, uh, but there's they such a high rank, easier to cover their ranks. Hey, there have been many, especially in the last 20 years. Like, what, for why example, is it easy to cover my cousin, my, my, my cousin, my cousin was the first black lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, first black woman in the, uh, 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 lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. And, um, and I know in those days, 
in those days where there was no policy. There was no policy back in those days. And I can imagine some of the comments, the verbal, sexual comments that was made. You got to remember, the military of the United States of America had always been an all-white male dominant culture. And his history has said that white males have always mistreated their women. So here you come in the military, which is like forever has been male-dominant, headstrong-driven, and you come in these women all face talking about, I'm going to compete with you. You talk about male dominance, man. We talk about male dominance. Look at Donald Trump trying to bring back the white male dominance. Can, can I bring you back to the last hole on the white male Kenny. dominance, and they use their sexuality? Yes, go ahead. I'm Kenny. sorry. Now bring it back yeah. to something. It's, it's against the law to rape people. Yes. Okay, so I don't know. You can have your idea about male dominance all you want. It's illegal to rape and unethical to rape someone. Therefore, in the military, when someone rapes someone, and they're not just raping women, more men get raped than women. When someone is raped in the military, they should be prosecuted for that violent crime. But, see, you also got to understand this, Carlton. The military... It's a, it's a separate society. Even though they represent their country, the military <clears throat> is a separate society from the does country not, on the, that legally does not condone rape. Condoning rape, I'm not saying they condone rape, but it occurs. And it is most of the time shoved under the rug. For example, let's say I was a general. No, no. Let's say I was a colonel. And on my staff, I had this lieutenant, female, who's moving up the ranks quickly. She's smart. She's aggressive. And she knows her stuff. She knows her strategy. And I need her on my staff. Bomb away from home. She looks good. And I want her. Guess what? That colonel going to get her no matter what. She's going to what? And that's the way of the military world. And vice versa. If, there, if I was a, a woman, a lieutenant colonel today, and there was a lieutenant or a captain that is a male, and I want him, I'm going to get it. That's the military world. The higher okay. rank always You're going to take him or you're going you're gonna to make your way to get acquainted with the person, get to know them, and start a relationship, or are you going to take them, beat them up, rape them, and burn them up? Which one are you talking about? You got another One call. of those are very call, call. violent and... And unethical, even for a soldier and 
even during wartime. I don't care if you might die the next hour. You have no right to race somebody. I've got another call. We have another call. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Hi, how you doing? This is uh, Chuck. Rape how you doing, Chuck? is a crime. How you doing? Rape is a crime. Anyone committing this crime should be uh, subject to the uh, penalties of, of the law. It's a shame, and it's a disgrace when those who are in authority overlook this situation. And uh, rape is is not limited just to the military, but uh, to the entire society and societies of the world, including not just adult men and women, but children also. That's right. It's a, Crime, and uh, it needs to be dealt with by authority, never covered up and overlooked, because then you weaken. But we talk about the military. Society. We talk about yeah, the, the military, military, especially the especially military in the military, has his, who has a form has of rules. honor. They need to do up, what's Kenny, honorable. Let's call the talk, Kenny. They need to hey, do oh, what's I'm honorable. Sorry. Because if you throw away the honor, which has something to do with being honest about situations, you know, then you don't have anything. You don't have the value uh, uh, that protects the uh, nobility of every human being in the world, and especially in the military. I think a military has an especial a, a responsibility to maintain honor and dignity of the human being. But the military has its own rules. It has its own behavior. It has its, you know what some, uh, 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 I, I might stroll off the uh, subject a little bit. I just wanted to demonstrate of how the military is different from the regular society. They got these patches called, uh, killing is our business. Killing is our business, and business is good. Like, the military has its own thinking process, and it's no wonder that that, that uh, 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 rape is covered up, rape and sodomized. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I was shocked when they said they're going to accept gays in the military. Well, they gays in the military for, for hundreds, and thousands of years, but but the military has its own policy and its own culture and its own thinking process and its own court system and its own prison right. system. So so I wouldn't be surprised. They talk about one thing, which is hypocrisy about honor, integrity, and right. leveling your body you on you gotta, stuff. You got to remove the hypocrisy there. You're exactly right, and that's that's what I'm trying to say. You can't maintain yeah. you. Uh, uh, what's that? Good and war, good water and bad water can't exist together. You have to make a uh, you have to make a choice there. And if a choice is being made, and if some person is making that choice, then some person is responsible. And if you have ranks, then uh, however high up it goes, those ranks are also responsible if they overlook. These uh, situations. That's right. Hey, That's hey, hey! They didn't kill six million Jews in World War Two. How how you like that? I've heard that. 
You know, <laughs> oh, oh uh, there wasn't severe slavery of blacks in America. You know, overlooked oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't an, uh, a planned attempt to uh, get rid of Indians, Native Americans in America. Come on. Hey, check you this know. out. Check this out, my brother. Check this out. Ooh, Vietnam War wasn't a war for population control of black and brown men. Mm. Oh, I don't, oops. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, well, see, the that, this is exactly, well, this is exactly the thing we're, we're talking about. Authorities, about authorities top, need to be army, responsible. The Army's top sex crime prosecutor was charged with groping a female lawyer. How about that? That's how bad it is. He needs to be charged as a criminal. No, he was charged. Good. And but it, 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 all of this here. It's it, it very, it's not much happens even after that sometimes. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not much happening, and the, the victims are persecuted. Involuntary, some are involuntarily discharged from the um, service. You understand what I'm saying? Now, well, that's wrong. That, saying, that's wrong. Yes, that's wrong. Now they, they say rape, like looting, has long been treated as war's inevitable consequences. They so rape has all been committed during wars. It's often intended to terrorize the population, break up families, destroy communities, change the ethnic makeup of the next generation. And genocide during the Holocaust, rape, and other forms of sexual violence became tools of terror and dominance. Right? Well, Carson, yes, war sir. and rape goes together. Whoever's winning, whoever's winning the war, I don't care. I don't care if you go back to the Civil War, uh, the Indian Wars. I don't care. World War One. World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, and today. Hmm. Men you know what it's- that have infiltrated enemy, it call, it's called, it's a secret, it's called the spoils of war. Spoils of war. war. Exactly. Well, hey, you know, I, I, I tell I, you, I, I come from a military family. I'm sorry. I know the rules of secrets. I, I, I heard of a situ- I heard of a situation in Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia High School. This has been some year years ago, where a uh, young girl was was being raped, while the, a crowd of other students looked on. Looked on, and this this is this is what I'm talking about. If responsible parties don't step up, we're going to have chaos. And um, we want to maintain a culture of chaos, whether it's military or civilian. You know, we have to step up. Apparently, that's what it, that's what's happening in the military. Uh, U.S. military raped as many as 190,000 German women by the time West Germany regained sovereignty in 1955. You understand that? They said uh, five percent of the war children born to unmarried women. In West Germany and West Berlin by the mid-1950s were products of rape. That makes a total of 1,900 children of American fathers. Mm. Uh, what do you call that? The spoils of war. That what yeah. you said, Kenny? And you know. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I, that I, was the spoils of war, but it definitely was some kind of spoiling. 
Hey, you want to know something? You want to know something? Hey, this is not funny. You know, uh, uh, you know France, France begged the United States for the black infantry men to come over and help them fight against the Germans. It's documented. You can look it up. You can Google it. Uh, and, uh, and ever since then, ever since then, you got black Frenchmen, black Germans, black Germans. You, you got the uh, uh, black set. And, 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 and you talk about the sexual behavior. You know, rape is a part of the whole. It's a negative, negative sexual behavior. Wherever there's war, there's sexual behavior all around it. Does that make it right, Kenny? It whether be, huh? Does that make it right? Does that make it acceptable to accept it? Because people who have overpowered I mean, people, guilty men, now seek the women. If the woman consents to sexual interaction, as I, but if the woman says no, you got to back off. And say, if the woman we're says talking, no, okay. and well, you go back to what we're talking you, about, you're raping, huh? What you say, what Colin? Yes, yeah. I, I said. I said. I said. If I the said, woman says about, people being forcibly forced to have sex with somebody, forcibly sodomized, or vaginal, oral, anal sex by somebody, come on, they, they call that the spoils of war. Then they're corrupt. Individual, they're unethical, corrupt individuals, and I wouldn't trust those soldiers. You understand? Hey, Carlton. Yes. A call, hey, Carlton. I hate, I hate to disappoint you. Rape is a part of war. When right. We know that. You are occupying. Look at the, look, look at how many Jap, uh, a biracial Japanese we have for World War Two. Okay, Kenny, so let me get this right. Let me get this right. So what if they start raping, and they, I'm sure they have, but just underreported again, the men. Is that a part of war, too, raping a man? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a part I'm, of war, too, because you had those kind of yes. guys raping, raping yes. children, male children, or young yes. pubic, yes. pubic I guess children. Is that a part of war? You got get you, you, you forget you got gang rape too. You got gang rape. Don't forget about that. Let me tell you. You know how many Trojans are passed out before battle. You know how you get your last meal yeah, before you go into a big battle. They give you. you no, know, my brother and my uncles told me. You know we, we knew we would get ready to go into some stuff. I don't give a say another word. Excuse me. We knew we would get going to a big confrontation because they give us a big meal, you know. And with that big meal, they hand us trojans, not bullets, not uh, not, not not grenades, not maps, not strategic maps, but trojans. So what does that mean? Sex and war go hand in hand. You're a long ways from home. Or somebody, or you're defending your home. It's fear. You're defending something. It's not, it's not always defending your home. 
He talked about Vietnam. Let's look at Vietnam for a second. I know God, you brought us. Let's talk about Vietnam. The reason why North Vietnam bust the United States in the ear, first of all, they were protecting their home. They were protecting their home that they've been having for thousands of years. They defeated the Japanese. They defeated the French. And they defeated the big, bad America. Okay? Was America they trying to win that them. war? Really? Yeah, they were trying to win that war. Yeah, really? they were trying to win that war. Why did yeah. they stop bombing North Vietnam? Because of the talk. Because of the, the politics, a soldier would have never stopped. A soldier would have bombed North Vietnam and ran. That was politics. That was a, that was these white collar guys over here uh, making deals. That's what that was. That's not a war. That's people playing with people's lives like you have a chess game. That kind of war. People have the right to do no, that. You I, don't think, even get I think people being placed change. in the military tonight. I think Ho Chi Minh Chang played a beautiful, psychological, and underground war against the most intelligent West Point generals that the United States had to offer at that time. Ho Chi Minh generals outthought out strategized and outplayed the United States of America like he did the French and the Japanese. And that was that about. And the all kill rate, I think it was ten to one. Something like that. It was I mean the kill ratio was off was off the chain in Vietnam. But you know okay well, but we're not in Vietnam. Wherever the United States win the war, look at Germany, look at Japan. Look at Korea. Wherever we win the war, we occupy Occupy. forever. That's right. We we put our military bases in there. We bring, uh, the United States bring the religion. The the United States bring the the, the, the McDonald's and and Xerox and IBM. Now, Apple. (laughs) The United States bring that culture. When they win, when we when United States win, they yeah, bring. Two minutes, Kenny. Yeah. That's not know. We have two minutes. Oh, oh, oh! United States bring the culture. United States bring the thinking process. The United States bring their behavior, which is negative, positive. You know, United States when they win, they not only win physically. They win emotionally and psychologically over you. And that's the United States military. That's probably every military. Totally yeah, dominant. yeah, yeah. It's called the spoils of war. It's called the spoils of war. Okay, well, and then this. I just want everybody to know again, assault statistics. One in three American women will be sexually assaulted sexually abused during their lifetime. About 19.3% of women and 2% of men have been raped at least once in their life. An estimated 43.9% of women and 23.4% of men experience 
other sports, sexual violence during their lifetime. I want to thank all callers, listeners, free mother real, Beaches for allowing me to host the show. Hope you can cool. Everybody, brothers and sisters, you will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and eating a torch by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog balls confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a solar. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.